I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> That absolutely made my day today. This is the best thing that could have happened on the internet. Time well spent. It's like when you, as soon as you see something like that and it's early in the day, you might as well just turn off the internet for the rest of the day and go home. Yeah. Forget it. You're not gonna. It's not gonna get any better. That that's that blue moon. That blue moon internet moment. What's that mean? Right. I don't know. Like once in a blue moon. It's like oh, every yeah. three months you get this. Like you're like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Somebody did something great. Yeah. Somebody did something fantastic, and I'm so happy that they did. Yeah. Because that'll stick with you for a while. That's going to stick with the show for a while, I think. Oh, yeah, that's got some legs, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think, actually, that's probably going to stick with Kawhi Leonard for a while. Uh, and so I should rewind a little bit and say, if you don't know the story behind that soundbite, Kawhi Leonard, uh, he just had a press conference, I don't know, a week ago or so, maybe something like that. And uh, in one of the soundbites, he just had this funny laugh. Uh, it was just, you don't really, you know, Kawhi Leonard has always been sort of quiet and he hasn't, it doesn't seem like he's done a lot of interviews, um, but certainly not ones apparently where he's laughed and, uh, you know, the laugh was hilarious and it took over the internet and then uh, somebody actually spent the time to remix Kawhi Leonard's laugh into the NBA on NBC theme, which uh, is is just brilliant. So, uh, how you doing? Good, good, good. How are you? It's been good, a while. Good, very good. Yeah, it has been. Bit. Uh, I'm going to play something else for you. Okay. We're starting with a lot of sound today. Sound bites. Uh, I want to see how long you it takes for you to guess what this is. Okay? hmm Oh, dude, Mandy. <laughs> oh, my God, you got it already. Oh, of course. You got 10 seconds of the intro of music, and you I know I heard the Mandy. fire crackle. I was like, wait a second. Was that the uh, nap sound from Mandy? <laughs> That that sound from Mandy. Under the crimson, primordial sky, the wretched warlock reached into the dark embrace. His fist closed around the serpent's eye. Strange and eternal.
the cosmic darkness. It glowed from within, strange and eternal. Yeah, yeah, I watched it over the weekend. What did you think? Uh, (laughs) Okay, first of all, if that doesn't win Best Picture and Nicolas Cage doesn't win Best Actor, I'm boycotting movies for the rest of my life. So, yeah. That may seem like a big statement, but I feel that strongly about the greatness of this movie. It's such a you movie, too. It's so wonderful. Yeah. He is, it is Nicolas Cage in prime Nicolas Cage. He's, it's the most Nicolas Cage I've ever seen him. Yeah, they let him go. They, they let him out of the cage. They let the cage out of the cage. Yeah. And he, the bathroom scene, the, the, the one Oh, my gosh. Where, oh, it's great. It's so, every, it just, like, it escalates and escalates, and it's, uh, it's such an epic movie. So how do you uh, describe Mandy? The movie, in like a sentence. It's a, so it's a horror movie. Well, it's a horror psychedelic action, right? All right. So I'll read the uh, the thing here. Right. It says in Pacific Northwest, nineteen eighty three. Right. So it's Red Miller and Mandy Bloom. They live uh, lead a loving and peaceful existence when their pine scented haven is savagely destroyed by a cult. Yep. A bunch and, of. <laughs> and then that's sort of uh, where it takes off from there. Bunch of bunch of Christian hippies. It's uh yeah, it's a pretty crazy it's a pretty crazy movie. It's got a little bit of a Stranger Things kind of quality to it where it's mm-hmm. going heavy nostalgia super throwback. Oh my god, the film they literally used film stock from the mid eighties that like they don't make anymore. Is and, that right? And, oh, that's that whole look that you get that just like feels eighties is 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 because of that. So the director I wasn't familiar with the dude it's Panos Cosmatos. Correct. Are you familiar with that director? I am because I saw his first movie Beyond the Black Rainbow, which is also a less excessively wild scene because it doesn't have Nick Cage. Yeah. But it, it is as equally bonkers of a movie. And uh he basically base he said that he makes all of his movies, at least these past two. He's only done two. He based them off of movies covers that he saw in Blockbuster in the eighties that scared him when he was a little kid. Yeah. That's like his entire basis. He just took this imagery and then that's like he made a movie out of it. Right. Um I think his dad worked on Tombstone. Okay. I think oh, so I believe his dad was a film editor. Oh, right on. So he was sort of born and raised in the biz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh he my did, gosh. He done did it. It movie is so great. Yeah. It's uh, the bathroom scene that you're alluding to. It was, <laughs> it had me roaring laughing. I was laughing so hard because it was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. The you know, there's something about when somebody's hurt, like they get stabbed or shot or whatever the injury is, and it's mm-hmm. very severe. And for some reason, the move is to pour alcohol on it as if that's really going to. I don't believe that that actually is sanitizing your no. wound. No, I'm and no doctor. They really lean into that. <laughs> How haphazardly he just like splashes it at it too. He does. He barely hits it. And like, so we've talked about Nicolas Cage before, though, and uh, the Ethan Hawke quote, right? Yeah. Um, is Nicolas Cage in on the joke? Yes. Or is I it think a he's joke? aware of what he's doing. Is he? I think so. Well, don't you want to know? But is that's that's like the best thing about him is you don't know if he knows that he's being 
I don't know. The, the Nick Cage mystery. He's a fascinating human being. What's he was married that? to Elvis's daughter. <laughs> he was a rock star in the How 90s. How crazy is that? He was huge. Yeah. He did The Rock. The Rock was... Rock was a good flick. Great movie. Good movie, for sure. He's had great movies. Leaving yeah. Las Vegas is unbelievable. That's hey, an unbelievable movie. It's fantastic. He's a Coppola. Correct. He's a Holly, He's part of a Hollywood uh, icon family. Right. Um, love, love Nick Cage. I don't know. Do you think he? Do you think he knows? I think he knows to a degree. I really don't know. I'm really not sure. I want him to make just a billion dollars because of this movie. I know. I but loved it, it that much. It just makes me want to go back and watch other Nicolas Cage movies. That's how much I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful. Oh, man. He calls somebody a snowflake in it. It's, yeah, it is does. a trip. Yeah, yeah. He's right in there. He's right in the moment. Yeah. Um, are you a big horror movie guy, though? Huge horror movie. You guy. are? Oh, oh okay, yeah. good. Yeah, because I love horror movies. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, it's that time of year. Oh, man. What was that one? Um, dang, there's one... I can't remember the name of it, and people are going bonkers over it. It's got this, like, killer clown. It? No. No, it's called, like, Terrifier. Is that it? Oh, I watched that piece of garbage. Oh, no, it's a piece of garbage? It came out last year, Terrifier? Yeah, that's just, I mean, it's fine, but... (laughs) I don't know. That's just it's into it for me. I, I I like when it first came out, everybody's like, You gotta watch this, you gotta go yeah. see this. It's like shock jock nineties like horror. And I'm like, okay, like I'll give it a shot. Um, like just gore fest. I, I don't know. I didn't quite quite get it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm obviously like I liked Mandy, so I'm a fan of like camp. Sure. Like, but it it's gotta be camp done done right. Well, I have to my wife likes horror movies. We tend to watch 95% of the movies that we watch, we watch together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have to... She's not really big on gore. I would not watch this with her then. And she's not really big on... Uh, you know, it has to be a specific type of um, horror that she's she's into. You know, there's some topics mm-hmm. and um, things that are off limits that are like... that. It's just not enjoyable to watch, really, right. for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially her. So it's like, ah, eh, we'll just stick away from these things. Yeah, my, my wife... Is a no go on horror. Yeah, pretty much. It's a she, she'll occasionally like entertain the notion around Halloween. Yeah, but she gets spooked. She's very she's very gullible, and like I leave early in the morning, and she'll just call me, and she'll be like, "Hey, can you just talk to me? I'm getting ready for work." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, sure." That's great. Uh, are you a big Halloween? I guy? love Halloween. Really huge fan. It's yeah. it's like my favorite time of year. Me too. Same. October first, October thirty first is. Best time of year. Best time of year. Yep. I love um, Halloween. It's by far my favorite um, holiday. Yeah. By agreed. far. Agreed. I go big. I know you live in the city, mm-hmm. um, so you don't really have the... You could like put up stuff in your house if you wanted to, but you don't really have the option to decorate the outside of your house. No. We don't get that. We don't get that pleasure. I'm that guy in their neighborhood that goes big. That's awesome. I go like lights and smoke and... Do you have uh, a theme? Do you have like a style? I do. I have for the last four years... We've had, uh, we moved into a new house four years ago, and it used to be, it was an old boarding house that has been converted in. It was a single family home, then was converted into a boarding house, and then years ago it was converted back to a single family home. So once mm-hmm. I found out about the boarding house, I thought it would be fun to make, like, the theme of the house would be a haunted boarding house. And every room, every window that faces the street has a different scene in it. 
Okay. So nice. one of them is uh, it's not it can't be that elaborate because it's on the second floor, but one of them has like a skeleton hanging in it. Mm-hmm. The other one is just a red light with okay. uh the like there's we have a mannequin standing there and she nice. looks, she's named her name is Desdemona Ooh. and she's really scary looking, but she's scary in that she's just sits there sort of looking. So like scary red light sort of yeah 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 prostitute yeah. situation. Um, well I didn't really think of it as a prostitute, but. Uh, I was thinking I, red light, you know. It, it, that Rock, makes sense. Roxanne. You know, it's interesting. I had never put together the red light. I just thought a red light was scary, but it turns out Desdemona might actually be a prostitute. This is this a scary what I prostitute. Do. I'm writing for you. Wow. Backstory, baby. That's wild. Uh, and then the bottom, like the first floor of the house, the porch has like all spider webs and stuff. We have a sign hanging up that says West End Boarding House. Um, and then there's a lot of pumpkins. I got a lot of pumpkins lit up. I did a whole patch of um, corn stalks, which are super scary for some reason. I got them backlit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they look really scary. Um, we do a little graveyard thing. My son gets super into it. Um, so it's fun. It's a lot of fun awesome. for the two of us. Yeah, I love doing it. It's my favorite. That's great. Do you side, side note, do you believe in ghosts? Of course. Oh, yeah. Do you think your house is haunted? Uh, yes, I do. Nice. Now, I've never had, I'm not very in tune with these things. Uh-huh. I'm not very in tune with my own feelings, and I'm not very in tune with the feelings of others, uh, and <laughs> especially supernatural ones. But my wife has uh, talked about how she's had experiences in the house that were strange, mm-hmm. uh, and that she did have to speak out loud and be like, I'm cool if you want to live in the house here. I'll leave you alone. You leave me alone, and we'll be okay. Don't worry about it. We're good. Um, I did have one thing happen with my dog that was very strange. I was sleeping. Uh, my wife was away, and it was my old dog, Ruby, uh, who has since passed on. Uh, and she she slept upstairs in the bed with us, or, you know, or in the bedroom. Uh, and she slept in the bed until she got too old, and then we just brought a bed upstairs for her, and she slept down there. And this was in that part of her life, and she was, uh, I could hear her, um, pacing outside of the door mm-hmm. click 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 on hardwood floors you hear that click 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 mm-hmm. click 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 and then she go back click 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 and so i could hear that happening and uh it was driving me nuts and i would be like rue go lay down ruby go lay down come on rue whatever and she would stop and then click 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 and finally i sat up and i was like ruby would you go lay down please and uh the clicking stopped and I turned on the light, and she was laying in her bed. Oh. And I was like, oh, crap. Uh, that's really weird. So then I went I went outside. I looked in the hallway. There's nothing there. I looked at her, and I was just like, I must have been sleeping or dreaming or something. Like, there's no way that that really happened. Um, even though I can, rem- I mean, I was annoyed. I was, like, having an emotional reaction to, like, oh, my God, would this dog just lay down already? You know, like, Rue, you're driving me nuts. And then the clicking was happening outside of the door. And when I look and turn over, she's already laying in her bed. And I was like, oh, crap, this is scary as hell. Turns out there was a dog named Ruby that used to live in the house. Whoa. Maybe that was the other Ruby because when I said, hey, Ru, Ruby, the clicking stopped. And Ghost Ruby's just like, what? Yeah, Ghost Ruby's what? like, first of all, you're the one in my bed. Yeah, okay. You gave healthy Ruby my bed. Right. You jerk. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's the only thing that happened that I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. Mm. Uh, my wife has had some other things happen that have been um, pretty creepy. But other than that, it's actually a very peaceful, like, 
warm house. It's nice. It's not scary at all. It looks scary from the outside because the outside is we have to do some work to it. And it's it's an old house. It was built in like 1890, I think, 1893, mm. something like that. Um, and so there's been a lot of life lived in there, mm. you know, um, and there's been a, just with the boarding house thing, there's been people in and out of there for a long time. So, uh, and yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to know that there was ghosts in there. Wild. Have you ever lived in a haunted house? Um, Do you believe in ghosts? I, I am full on Fox Mulder. I want to believe. I just haven't. I can't believe it till I experience it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so the closest I've ever come to like a, an encounter mm-hmm. was uh, my dad and I were camping up in like northwestern Massachusetts. And it was like maybe like 10 o'clock at night. And all of a sudden, like the fire just started to like, like got bigger as if like there was wind being in a- added to it. Sure. And then all of a sudden we felt this huge gust of wind and we heard like, like wicked loud, like stomp, like maybe like 20 feet into the woods. Yeah. And then another 20 feet past that it stomped again. And then another 20 feet stomped again. And like, we were thinking like probably a deer running like mock speed through the woods, but uh, it literally felt like the devil was sprinting past it. Right the there campsite. with you. <laughs> yeah. Holy that was, moly. That was wild. I think the scariest ever though, is a friend of mine, his little sister, we were uh, bringing her to, like she was going up to bed and, uh, she stopped and was like staring into the kitchen and she's like, who's that? And we're like, we look in and we're like, I don't see anybody. And she's like, no, who's that old man? And we're like, okay, I'm going to like go to bed, you little creep. <laughs> like, nope, not cool. Not okay. And then nope. that same little girl who was like really sweet, didn't mess stuff up. Uh, I guess one morning like woke up and went downstairs. And she's like, mom, why were you in my closet last night? And she's like, I wasn't. She's like, well, I saw an old woman, or I saw a woman like in my closet, just like yanking clothes out and like ripping them up. And like she went up there and she saw that like all her clothes were ripped up and like yanked out of the closet. And uh, that, that's spooky. I mean, like, <laughs> sure, like all of this could be like little kids, but like she, you know, and you could be wrong, but she wasn't that type of little kid. Yeah, that's you know? creepy, dude. Edgy. That's super creepy. Yeah. That stuff, it always gives me the heebie-jeebies. I love it. Oh, yeah. I like when I that, the hair spooked. on the back of your neck stands up and yeah. you're like, oh, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I was never really sure about ghosts. Um, I mean, I feel like you kind of have to believe in them to a degree, but then there's also that skeptic part of you that thinks there's no way that that's possible. But mm-hmm. how, did that, how did this many people have those experiences and just imagine them or make them up? You know, I don't know how that happens. The one thing that did make me absolutely believe, though, 100% in ghosts mm-hmm. is a dog whistle. So a dog whistle is a whistle, right, that yep. you blow on that you can't hear, but dogs can. Mm-hmm. And it's really loud for them, and it makes them uh, go crazy. Go crazy, and they come running right to you or whatever, right? I've mm-hmm. never used a dog whistle, but our ears can't hear it because it's just at a super high pitch, but mm-hmm. dog's ears can. And so when I started to think of that about how there are all of these sounds that are of frequencies that we can't hear or that our senses can't pick up, that, uh, you know, an eagle, say, or a hawk, their mm-hmm. eyes are super sharp and they can pick out details that we can't. Right. Or even dogs with their smell that, you know, they say that when a dog smells a, like a pot of soup, 
it smells all of the ingredients, not just the finished product. Right. So when you think about that in terms of the things that our senses can pick up and that are perceptible to us, there has to be other things out there that we just can't pick up that maybe your dog can. Like you ever right. have your dog looking up the stairs and you're like, what are you looking at? And there's nothing there. Yeah. I think that it's the dog whistle that got me to think there's all of these other sounds and all these other things that are happening that we just can't pick up that, that are there and are real, but we just can't hear or see or smell or taste or touch. There's definitely ghosts. I, that I fall totally, in that. I totally buy that. I totally like less. I, and like, you know, I think our our understanding of energy and uh, electrons and stuff like I think there's there's absolutely a scientific reproach to it that could be taken, and I think that that's about as close as you can get. That like I like when you say it like that, it's like yeah, I could totally logically be like that makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, last year when we shot that zombie. Thing yeah. and I yeah. got I got to the cemetery. Oh man, we got to bring that back. We're gonna bring that back. Maybe we should do a new one. Maybe we there could be like there. a a re-edit of it so it doesn't promote a new an old podcast and a new podcast or something. But maybe we could bring that well, back. We could toy with it. I loved that open. That was my, Ooh, my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that was so great. I read all the blood. We're like, wow, uh, that was fun. <laughs> but, but I when I, I got there before you <laughs> in that cemetery and uh, I just got the heebie-jeebies. You know that feeling you get? Yeah. You just like the hair stand up. Like, that's supposed to be a super haunted cemetery. That's a very famous cemetery. That's a legit cemetery. famously haunted cemetery. I forget the name of it now. Me too. Uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's on, um, it's somewhere. I know it's definitely on my Facebook page and Instagram and all that stuff. I'm going to try and post that again because it was so much yeah. fun to shoot. It was like a throwback thing. Yeah, that's great. That was the most fun. We got, uh, yeah. We can definitely re edit maybe, uh, Maybe add something to it. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was great. Uh, speaking of Off the Seaton Path, uh, we're going to Los Angeles soon. Uh, I just sent an email out to the crew out there to start getting some ideas on something to shoot. Because when you're in Los Angeles, you might as well take advantage of it. Heck yeah. Right? So our buddy DJ, who's a, a great producer out there, DJ Spar, he can shred hardcore on the guitar. Shred. Uh, he's a good dude. He's fun. He's uh, pretty. He's quirky, sort of like me and you. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar interests. He's uh, going to start. He's getting some ideas rolling around the skull. Awesome. He's good for that. So we're just going to figure that out. But, Brendan, we got to huddle up on that. Yeah, we do. Figure out what we want to shoot out there. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, oh, actually, you know what, too? I have sad news about a past off the Seaton path. What's that? In uh, Minneapolis, the great place, Flashlight Vinyl. I think this is their last month open. Oh, no. Yeah, I think they're going out of business, unfortunately. They're closing up shop. Bummer. But the uh, record industry is really tough, especially the vinyl record yeah. industry is just brutal. And it's such a uh, passion project and something that you really have to love in order to get into it. And mm-hmm. uh, I saw that news. I, was, I follow them on Instagram, and I was really bummed to see that they were uh, closing up shop. But they were really great to us and really nice, and I was really yeah. happy that we got to go see that place. And That guy was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they were uh, they were all really cool over there. So good luck to you guys. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, I'll raise an imaginary beer to you. A imaginary little, little a Clink. ghost beer Clink. yeah that's unfortunate though. that's too bad um what else oh uh so when we're in la we're gonna shoot our super bowl open too oh yeah what's that gonna well i guess can't say what it's gonna be can't say working out those ideas too but that'll be fun those are always a good time last mm-hmm. year we did the uh, ice fishing one that was pretty epic that, that was, was a good one that was pretty serious that was a good one i think that it was one of the most well shot things i've like seen with this 
crew in the show and everything. Um, the lighting was amazing. That that was fantastic. But one of my favorite favorite comments was, "Oh wow, you guys found the one lake with a tree growing in the middle of it because <laughs> there's a tree outside the window." Right, there's a tree immediately outside of the window, and it's like, how would that tree be growing in the middle of the the, the, the lake, lake that, that you're right sitting fishing. in? Ice oh, fishing. well, that's a fair point. You know, yeah. it's so funny how it's one of the things actually that it's a very funny point, but it's also like. God, people suck. Yeah. And that you can spend all of this time and put all of this effort in and okay, so you messed up a continuity type thing. Right. Immediately, within 30 seconds of putting the thing on the air, it's like, so put that tree in the middle of your lake. Oh, God, you guys suck. It's like, uh, it's similar to people who correct your grammar. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, come on. I think Jim Gaffigan has a quote. He's like, just remember, whenever you correct somebody's grammar, that nobody likes you. (laughs) We had one time when we were in... um, I don't know if it was Phoenix or it might have been Dallas, actually, the Super Bowl there. And okay, so you're in out in, you know, the Southwest and you put some cacti up. You know, you have like Mm -hmm. cactus behind Dan. Right. Okay. Is it cliched? Sure. Yeah, maybe it is. Mm -hmm. Right. But people were emailing us or like hitting us up on social media being like, you idiots don't even realize that's the wrong type of cactus. They don't even grow in this environment. And like, oh okay, sorry. I, I, first of all, we didn't design the set. And two, all right, so we messed up the wrong kind of cactus. And, and, and who says you're not allowed to mess that up? It's a <laughs> set for a reason. You're not hiding uh, the fact that it's a set. <laughs> it's not like we're trying to fake that we're actually outdoors or something. Yeah. But I get it, though. I mean, that's just what people do. It's yeah, all right. That's fine. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we're gonna we're working on the Atlanta Open now. That should be pretty cool. That'll be interesting. Um, yeah, see, uh, we got some ideas. We got some good stuff coming up. But there's a lot of pressure every year. These things seem to get bigger and bigger and uh, mm-hmm. better and better. So we uh, we got a lot of work to do with that. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good trip to LA. Yeah, LA is gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to getting time. back out there. It's been a little while, and uh, I hope hopefully we get to go to a Lakers game. I think we're going to go see a Rams game against the Seahawks, which should be pretty sweet. A little USC-UCLA. I think we're doing a little USC-UCLA. Yeah, it should be pretty dope. But uh, maybe uh, I'm thinking maybe Clippers, Blazers, Mm. too, might be in the mix. I think we're going to try and hit a couple of events. So um, Keep your ears Watch this space, as they say. Watch this space for more news. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that should be it. MySpace. All right, man. I'll see you later. Okay, bye.